What's up, guys? This is Ray Reinhardt, and this is the Talk Astrology Podcast with Ray and Yomi. Let's get Yomi on the line. Today's going to be an interesting discussion, talking about Sedna, Black Moon Lilith, Agul, and current events going on that tie into the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction. All right, guys, got Yomi on the line. Let's discuss transits. What you got, Yomi? What is up, everyone? I am excited. We're going to go back to 1920s Germany. Because, again, as me and Ray have stated the last few months, history can tell us many, many, many things. Right. So, 1922 to 1923. And, again, I'm going to credit my husband and his obsession with World War II docs. Woot. Because he put them on today, or this week, and... When I saw that episode specifically that I was watching, I was like, holy shit, there it is. We're in this right now. You might as well get your husband on the podcast at this point. You know what? <laughs> I actually tried to get him on the podcast, and he's like, why would you put me on a podcast? I'm like, because you know so much more than I do, and it would be awesome. Yeah, if he, he wants to interject right now. If he wants to interject so much, he might as well be here. Exactly. He's literally looking right like, no, I'm not getting on this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to get him, though, one day. We don't get him on here. He's, he's your 12th houser in the background just feeding you information. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, 1922 to 1923, Germany went through hyperinflation. Yep. The hyperinflation crisis of 1922 to 1923 was caused in large part by the Weimar government, which is the government that was in place, for those that don't know, before the Nazis and Hitler took over. Yep. What they did was was they printed banknotes to pay the striking workers in the occupied rural region. By 1923, the printing of these banknotes, banknotes, I'm sorry, which were not backed by any gold, was the causing of a rapid increase in both prices and wages. So in other words, they did what our country's doing today, y'all. Excessive printing of paper money. They were defaulting on their government debts to repay those, and there were also political problems, both foreign and domestic. Yeah, you know what? I say on like a like a synchronistic spiritual level too, that you know, with the obsession with Nazis in our country, like culturally, and then I used to like yeah. make jokes to my uh, like to some of my friends to say, if you're watching the History Channel at night, they just do these reruns of the Nazi Germany. I was yeah. like, I think somebody who works for the History Channel is like trying to give somebody a message that like we're going to be reenacting a lot of themes through Nazi Germany's history. I mean, obviously with synchronicity that works anyway. But um, yeah, I, I just it's just mind blowing. I was I always got this idea in my head from Spirit primarily that the United States was going to be the next Nazi Germany in in a lot of ways. And uh, luckily for the Constitution, it's not going to go necessarily as. Um, I, I would say as graphic as it did, but financially it looks looks like it, like what you're saying. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, the other thing, too, that I actually, my husband and I were watching this yesterday. It was a newsy clip that comes on on my smart TV where they were talking about the origins of the Republican and the Democratic Party. And what was really cool about this was that when we first started as a nation, believe it or not, the South was Democrat. The yeah. North was Republican. Yes. And... Andrew Jackson is a huge deal here. I live literally not even 10 minutes from the place, from this location where he was born. I still haven't been there. It's been on my list of things to go check out since I've moved here. But now that I live 10, 15 minutes away from there, I'm definitely going to check it out. Oh, yeah, I would. He was was one of the most prominent 
people in government that called for the continuation of slavery. Yep. Um, getting rid of or making um, the Indian population breaking it apart and dispersing it. And to hear that history and then know that we flipped Republican was really, really like, wow. Yeah. Because now it's flipped. And there was something that I heard not that long ago where they stated, we're going through all these things again, but now it's flipped. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all completely flipped where you now have where the Republicans or no, it was the Republican and Democrat party. That was Andrew Jackson's party. And then you had the Whigs, the Democrats and the Republicans wanted less government interference. They believe that the, the elite should not control the white house or the government. It should yeah. not be that way. It should be for the people. And now it's like the complete flip. It's the elites control everything. While the common man is against all of this. Yeah, you know, I actually have a book on this. Like, primarily, <clears throat> the Democrats never agreed to anything that was written in, like, the Constitution or anything like that. They thought, they, I, I, the parts I know about this, they actually were um, contesting this because they didn't, they basically said making a Constitution and making laws and rules here is just the same as uh, answering to England. Yes. So they looked at it as they wanted to just do their own thing and not be interfered with or anything, shape or form. And what's funny is that some of the, some of the uh, like the dirty history that I read going into the Civil War, lead, that led up to the Civil War and as well as like the restoration of the United States, that the Dem the surviving Democrat Party just decided in, if they're going to have to be forced into this. I love that there's somebody loud outside as soon as I want to do this. I mean, I'll cut that out. Isn't that just awesome? I hate it, dude. It's because I got Uranus in my seventh house. There's always going to be something interrupting me. Girl, trust me. It's in my tenth. I understand. Oh, my it's God. Natally in my fifth and in transit in my tenth. Oh, yeah. Every day, all day. Oh, sucks. Anyway, so um, what's, uh, what? there was like... Uh, um, through some of the diaries of some of the political um, figures of that time that were aligned with the Democrat Party, they ba they basically decided that they're just going to start sabotaging the government from within. I, I know that sounds like it's really crazy that it's gone back that far, but they're just going to be uncooperative and put a thorn in the side of the government from here on out because they don't agree with it. So this, this re resentment and hostility from the Democratic Party goes back hundreds of years. It does. And it's crazy because everybody just kind of follows. And it's like, if you did, you know, I don't even know. It's I don't know if people are just asleep or we're just too busy. I hate to say this, being slaves to the, to, to the system, the way it works. Yes. Work, when we have to, we have to work to live because we need money to have heat, to have water, to have food, for everything. It's like we're all stuck in the system, and it's forcing us to not be able to be that which this country was founded on. Because if we were to take those reins and say, we're not doing this like this anymore, and really use that Constitution the way that it was written for, because there's many protections within it that we, the people, are able to invoke. Right. I mean, we would get so much further right now. Oh, so let's, so let's dive into this real quick while we're on this topic. So, Black Moon Lilith, I was doing all my notes on this. So, Bla yes. Black Moon Lilith for the Democratic Party is uh, at one degree of cancer. So, Black Moon Lilith in, in, in the sign of cancer is emotionally manipulative. 
And it's in, let's, let me see what house that's in. The first, you said cancer first degree? Yes. Yes. He literally in the, right on the ascendant in the 12th house. Yes. So, um, being emotionally manipulative for conspiring reasons. So that's what the Democrat Party does. So basically, they, they are... It makes total sense why they're you know they play on people's emotions and all that because that's exactly what they do. So that has a trine to the, their son in the ninth yeah. house. So they try to be like this noble humanitarian for justice and law, and they use emotional manipulation and an emotionally emotionally abusive gaslighting tactics to get their way. And I'm just like, dude. So, so then I was looking more at this too. Biden also has in his natal chart. Um, no, it's um, is it is it his natal chart or let me see. Uh, let me see. And there goes my cat opening my door again. I knew it. <laughs> when you do that, I'm gonna look up that one degree saving symbol of cancer. Okay, let's. See. Uh, where is it? So the name of that specific um, degree is on a ship. The sailors lower an old flag and raise a new one, changing loyalties, turning points and obligations or duties, wow. announcing new standards, letting go of old allegiances and setting up new ones, divorces, marriages, and ships. No shit, girl. Yes. No shit. Just for the sake of change, fickleness. He, oh my gosh, not sticking with things long enough to earn or win the rewards of longevity or loyalty. No shit. Last, oh. last thing on this, mutiny. Oh man, wow. Girl. Blown Wait till we get into Algo. You just wait. Oh my god, that's so crazy. Yeah, so Biden does have Black Moon Lilith in Cancer at 9 degrees, so... There's a three orb rule with Blackman Lilith, just because it's uh, part of the the, like, the shadow of the nodes, but yes, but it's still gonna have the same themes of emotional manipulation, and I'm just like, dude, and I'm like, yeah, that's why he's been in the system. Well, you know, in in the political spectrum for as long as he has, because he is in sync with what the Democratic Party does. Yes, he's very much in, but it's amazing how much he can fuck something up. Yeah, well, and also, too, you got to think, too, so if he has similar goals to the Democratic Party, again, he's just, well, we already know the puppet, the puppeteer kind of thing, but it just kind of reinforces that, and his mental decline, too, I just want to make a comment about that, he's still trying to do this emotional manipulative thing, but his mental decline is making it really difficult to be believable, so the things that have been, like, that really stick out to me when he's trying to be emotionally manipulative is when he, like, is talking on the podium, and then he just, like, gets angry for no reason, starts shouting, and then he's so fixated on making a scene that he forgets what he's talking about. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, dude, like, like, I watched yesterday him screaming about, like, somebody not being able to afford their kid's insulin, and then he's like, and he lost your child, and then he just looks really freaking psycho and then he, like he doesn't yeah. know what he's talking about and i'm just like oh my god dude i'm like he's trying to be trump he can't be trump oh man there goes noise Biden. again oh see there he goes asking me now who are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> i swear <laughs> we should just put a wire on your man and, and trick him into being involved we should we should <laughs> 
<laughs> He's just like, or you could like record snippets of him and then say, "This is what my husband said last week." <laughs> I should right now. He's closing the sunroom now. He's like, "I'm just gonna close this so I don't say a word." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, let me see. Let's look at Black Moon Lilith for the other other okay. charts I got up to while we're at it. So right now. Go ahead. We've got Black Moon Lilith at 29 degrees of Gemini, and it's going into Cancer in April. So the 15th of April is when it will be into Cancer. So we're going to be, uh, basically, we're having a Black Black Moon Lilith return, more or less, for the Democratic Party and for Joe Biden. And wow. Yeah, so going into this. And then we have, uh, in the USA's chart, we have Black Moon Lilith conjunct the USA's sun. So there's going to be a continuation of this emotional manipulative kind of thing. Also, when you're looking at a mundane perspective, cancer ruling the fourth house, that would be the homeland or the country or, you know, just our, our territory and uh, where we live. And there's going to be um, some shady shit going on primarily within the United States, and that has to do with inflation. I, another thing I want to point out, too, I have been watching RT, who bad me, and... And I've been I've been listening to like the the press conferences with like the uh, uh, prime minister of Russia and all that and and uh, and also the one where they're talking about India and China potentially taking Russia's oil. Putin has announced that he actually hasn't cut off gas to everybody yet. He's trying to no. give he's trying to give everybody like a month or two to come to their senses, which I mean that's very noble of him. Um, before he decides to cut everybody off, so when. When Biden says that this inflation of gas is caused by Putin, Putin hasn't actually cut us off yet. So the inflation that's been happening with gas is actually fake. It's it's being created by Biden or by by the elites to make it look like like when he says that we're doing sanctions on Russia, gas goes up. And another thing too, he said just a couple days ago, he says, "I'm going to do whatever I can to pressure the oil companies." to lower gas prices and then i noticed that gas went at least here where i live it was at 459 a gallon and it went down to 449 a gallon like two days after biden said that so the 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 manipulation of the gas is also associated too with the jupiter neptune conjunction because jupiter has to do with wealth finances fortune and it also neptune has to do with with liquids including gas Yes. So the fluctuation uh, is is associated with the Neptune, and then also the 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 wealth or the money is associated with Jupiter. So there is this weird fluctuation going on with the gas. And I just linked. Uh, I think I tagged you in something before we started our discussion that was posted yeah. on RT yesterday, where there is some sort of terrorist um, cell that's from Yemen that just blew up a Saudi Arabian oil rig. Yes, I did. I listened to a part of it because I was in the car. But yeah. Yes, I did, and that's yeah. So there's and like that doesn't help. There's some sort of like I swear some sort of like global consensus uh, like on a, a you know like a conspiratorial level like some sort of whoever's in, whoever's causing all this is pulling the puppet strings is intentionally trying to cause a gas crisis and they're staging it like you know the Biden staging it as if it's already ongoing and and they're just doing that to manipulate the gas prices and I'm just like whoa dude I'm just blown away so that continuation of there being sinister things happening within the United States this is what I'm getting at um, is that there's not actually it's not actually as bad right now as they're claiming it is they're claiming that it's bad and they're manipulating things and then blaming blaming Russia well, see, there's something that I found. Now that you touch on that topic, and I 
don't know who commented on on the post that asked about the World Economic Forum. I thank you for asking that question because you made me jump down a rabbit hole. It's the person that founded and began the World Economic Forum. Let me pull that up really fast because that right there was really interesting to look up. Okay. What's his name? Founder. Let me pull that up. While you're looking that up, I'll, I'll finish up these last couple uh, Blackman Lilith things. So here, here's just some funny things. NATO's uh, Blackman Lilith is at 28 degrees of Pisces, which means that they're notorious for blaming everybody else for their problems and playing victim. Mm-hmm. Putin's uh, Blackman Lilith is at 21 degrees of Leo, which means he gets in trouble for speaking truth or outing himself for his principles. That's pretty obvious. Then we also have Russia and Ukraine. They both have Blackman Lilith in Capricorn because they both obviously were, were founded again in 1991. And that is a, a, a power struggle with maintaining power and control at all costs. Also, the USA's Blackman Lilith is in direct opposition with Ukraine's interesting. Wow. Yep. Just thought I would go over all that since we're doing all the Blackman Lilith homework. But it, Yeah, I might as well go through everything that has Blackman Lilith because yeah. once we get into the other two, it's, yeah, it's really cool. Oh my god, it's intense. That Sedna, the yes. Sedna thing is intense. But anyway, wait, let's So let's the second. World Economic Forum is a group of countries, organizations, and people that come together and plan what is what their goal or vision is for the world going forward. Is that the thing that happens in Belgium? Or not Belgium, in... um... Davos. Okay. Davos, Switzerland. Oh, This company was founded by Klaus Schwab. And what they're doing is... Let me me see. He wrote a book called The Great Reset. We've heard a lot about The Great Reset. Oh, God. That's that guy. We've heard tons about... That's that guy. Oh. Yep. Apparently, I don't know how many people, like, know about this, but there has been what they call the Fourth Industrial Revolution. Yep. The fourth industrial revolution moves us from it moves us more into te- into technological ways of doing things in the world. Yeah. Let me, let me pull that up too because fourth industrial revolution. And that ties back into what I've said before about the synchronicity with the Great Depression to now is that absolutely the original Great Depression was basically triggered by the United States government because they didn't want the average Joe or like you or me to profit off of like General Electric or something like that. They wanted to monopolize the, the electric grid and and all the innovation with automobiles and all that. That's why it's all um, you know fun, uh, federalized. Like basically, yes. that's what Obama did with that with the whole you know buyback recession thing in two thousand eight. He basically yep. federalized Ford and like Chevrolet and all that, so they can get whatever cars they want. That kind of thing. Yes. So what this whole fourth industrial revolution does is it, it it pushes us more into technology, cybersecurity. Here's the diagram: ethnics and in, ethnics and identity, dis, disruption to jobs and skills, innovation and productivity. This is the things that they tackle: inequality, agile government, security and conflict, fusing technologies. And my screen went out. Um, frontier Technologies is the last of it. And then, of course, they have a bunch of things around it, right? Yeah. Apparently, Russia, last year, I want to say it was the fall of last year, is had announced that they were playing a key role in this. Oh. Russia was building a digital economy 
actively in industrial and social spheres as well as public administration. The Great Reset was announced by the World Economic Forum on June 3rd, 2020. We were all under lockdown during all of this. Yeah. The vision of the Great Reset was no borders, um, making everything more equal, making sure that, you know, which obviously you and I can agree on that. We are not at all to putting any, to saying one person is better than the next. We believe in equality. Right. Um, and also to, I believe they were also talking about, or in his book, he was talking about that you would need to kill majority of the population. There was plans and steps to bring this into play. Yep. During the Great Reset. And one of those things was, is everything we are going through right this minute. Yep. I still, as much as it sounds like tinfoil hat stuff, all of the all of the details and all of the facts point, if you dig deep enough, point to that the COVID thing was all staged. It was the 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 virus itself was created by a lab funded by the United States. They knew exactly what was going on. They it it got out. They were hoping yeah. it would kill more people than it did, and because it didn't, they hurried up and they rushed out a vaccine that they knew was they were just going to be able to perpetuate onto the public because of fear, and that they knew that there was going to there was going to be adverse effects to the vaccine. Just like the just like something I watched the other day too about birth control. I'm sure you know about this because you're you're Puerto Rican. The, yeah. The, how they how they were doing the the birth control experiments in the '60s in Puerto Rico. Yes. And yeah, it's the same kind of stuff, and the or the Tuscany experiment too with the the black people in Alabama. Yeah, because this, the way that our government works is is I will help you, I will do this for you, but let us do this as well. Yeah, and I've looked at the CDC and like the NIH's charts before. That's the same organization that did that experiment with birth control. It's the same organization that did the Tuscany experiments. It's mm-hmm. the, and the same organization that's telling us now to hurry up and take this vaccine or else. And then them trying to, like, take our jobs and stuff away from us if we don't. Like, they, they're intending on... Well, I don't... I wasn't ex- anticipating there to be as many deaths with the vaccine, but sterilization's definitely one of the things they were shooting for. Yeah. So, you know, and I'm just like, oh my god... But so the Great Reset, I, I I do truly believe that a lot of that has to do with it. If they're not going to take your take your livelihood from you and starve you to death, they're going to poison you. Well, here I actually found a quote. It says WEF Chief Executive Officer Klaus Schwab, which is the guy that founded it, described three core components of the Great Reset. The first involves creating conditions for a stakeholder economy. That right there tells me, I mean, the way I would understand it, maybe I'm incorrect, that those that hold the most money are in control. Yes, that's exactly what that means. The component includes building in a more resilient, equitable, and sustainable way based on environmental, social, and governance metrics. The one thing that they are pushing for this year on the the W economic, or WEF, sorry, is that the world has to go green. This was announced... I believe earlier this year that this is the biggest thing they were pushing for and they were sharing all these all these statistics from different countries in the world saying that the biggest thing that is affecting them right now is the cost of energy and that there is more of a push now to go green than ever before that's so crazy I don't too. See that because in all honesty to assume that we can all afford an electric vehicle and 
do the upgrades to our homes to get it is ridiculous. Well, what's crazy too is that like the like the statistics have shown that you don't generate nearly enough power with the green options as you do with the traditional options. No, and then on top of that, the one thing that I have been studying about um, electric vehicles is these batteries, they're lithium. You have to mine for lithium. Right. I, I used to work at a, uh, for a granite company, and I would see pictures of how they work. You know, they literally destroy the earth, go as far as they can in to get out these big slabs of granite that people pay thousands of dollars for for their kitchens, their counters, their tables. Yep. Yep. So you're essentially just just destroying the world to get all these things. Well, now they're saying, well, to get lithium, you must mine. To get everything else that you need for these vehicles, you also have to mine. So I don't understand the logic at this point where it makes sense to destroy our world that way. Well, and here's here's another thing that's going to make you laugh. So I live in the Pacific Northwest, so we have a lot of green bullshit going on up here. Uh, There's a lot there's a lot of windmills, a lot of hydroelectric dams, right? All all the windmills that they're praising, not only are they completely obliterating the Wyoming, uh, you know, countryside because those blades don't break down and they have to be replaced every four years. Mm-hmm. So there's a huge, uh, like, windmill, just um, propeller graveyard over there. But you also have to use oil to get the windmills going. So the windmills yeah. don't just go on themselves, like, by the wind, like everybody thinks they do. The motor, because of how heavy they are, have to be started with oil. <laughs> and then also wow. also the hydroelectric dam, which is the biggest one in the entire world, right, uh, like 50 miles away from where I live, it mm. is run on oil. The only way to get, like, the actual valves open and shut to, to make the propellers work, it has to be powered by oil. So if we don't have oil for that, that powers California, Nevada, parts of Arizona, Utah, Oregon, Idaho, Washington. We're even outsourcing some of our power towards other places in the Central Central uh, Americas. Uh, well, not Central America. I mean, like, the plains and all that. Mm-hmm. Just because of how bad power is being stretched out. Um, if there's no access to oil or oil gets expensive, not only is, is power going to go up everywhere, but if they eliminate oil altogether, th- how are they going to power that dam? Yeah, they're not going to be able to. And I'm just like, dude. And, and it's, I re- it's, it's, it's crazy, though, because it's we're seeing this, and it's like you're pushing us into a position that the world isn't ready to go to. Well, and see, that's the thing, too. I don't. I'm starting to really think that they're just doing this to, like, starve and and make people poor. That they're not actually going to entirely eliminate gas. Because Microsoft even, you know, is huge in Washington. I live in the middle of nowhere, Washington. Microsoft just built a headquarters, like, 30 miles away from my town. Because Ah. they want to take advantage of how cheap power is from the hydroelectric dam. So, you're telling me that Microsoft is going to... Microsoft doesn't know how that dam works? Like, I mean, I'm not saying... Bill Gates is really smart. He's, like, evil genius smart. Yeah. There's no way that he doesn't know how that works. So, I I really don't think um, that they're they're going... They're trying to go all, you know, 100% with the green stuff. But I really think it's just a way for new companies that are making the green products to make money and also to just drown out the rest of rest of the world that can't afford it i mean that's i mean that's how i understand it too because if these people can't afford it essentially you're killing these people off yeah 
And the one thing that Bill Gates vaccines have done in Africa is killed a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. And then now that you mentioned, you know, the no food and all that, we can actually go into Sedna because Sedna represents fear. Yes. Sedna represents fear of litter to no food, abandoning one's child, forcibly abandoning someone you love through necessity of being abandoned, global warming, geo-modified crops, capitalism run amok, totalitarianism, child abuse, war, and terrorism. Yep, and it and it emphasizes on the sacrifices and hardships for individuals yep. and their resources. And this is and right, yeah. Yeah, and this is a, a worldwide theme. So Yeah, and it's and it's it's crazy because we're seeing that right now with shortages, inflation, and it's not just us, it's all over the world, like you just said. It's gonna be a ripple effect. Yes. And I think they're projecting twice the they're projecting twice the amount of people that died of covid to die of starvation in the next few years because of how bad things are going to get especially with them uh, cutting off uh, exports from russia russia mm-hmm. provides a third of the world's fertilizer yes so i've been looking into ways to, to like create my own fertilizer at home for my garden and luckily, yeah, that's what we've been doing too. Yeah, luckily there are ways to do that. Um, just you know, making your own compost at home. Like I literally went to to I didn't want to buy one of those expensive compost bins. I didn't want to build like those troughs because I don't have that kind of space. But I just went yeah. and got a normal garbage can from Lowe's and I took a drill and and I drilled holes in it and I and I'm just putting I'm basically shredding like my old documents using that paper for part of it and then using you know yeah. scraps in the kitchen and I just put it yep. in the garbage can and I just put on its side and I roll it around and I'm making my own my own fertilizer and compost because yep, that's what we're doing we're gonna have to do that kind of stuff that's what it's gonna have to come to and that's why a lot of people especially in the United States like oh my god Darwinism is really going to kick everybody's ass when Neptune goes into Aries and and then Pluto goes into Aquarius which is just a few years away from now like that's where it's like it's gonna be like survival of the fittest and it's gonna be because I've been seeing it too. Like every, like I, I tell people, you don't realize how bad things are gonna get. Yep. And they're like, no, you know, we're, we're ready, we're ready. No, you're not ready. Well, you don't the, understand how ready you have to be at this point. Right, and even if you're ready, like you know, like self sufficiency wise, you have to be prepared for people to come in and uh, to defend your your what you got by people coming and stealing your shit because i mean if people are willing to go and steal uh, you know rob gucci stores and starbucks you know for principle or whatever their reasons are wait until like it's food they're gonna just start start going door to door and 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 hunting people down and i'm just like that's why like you know stocking up on on firearms and personal protection is just as important as uh building your garden up at this point but i mean and also the thing is to grow vegetables that you know can last you a long time. Those root vegetables will last a long time. Potatoes are super simple to grow. I think they're the easiest thing I've grown so far this year. Yeah, yeah, I just got some potato buckets too. And uh, uh, another thing too I'm going to be growing too is microgreens. Just because it, it takes seven days for them to grow. So it's not like they're substantial, but if you need nutrients or something like that, and and like nothing's growing or whatever, you need something fast, like at least you got microgreens, right? Yeah, you do. You get some nutrients in you somehow. But but anyway, so we're talking about Sedna. So one thing you sent me earlier this week is that you noticed that because of it being Aries season, that we're going to have Pisces and, and Aries on the the Ascendant um, for sunrise er, during the day, right? 
Yes, uh, the pool charts that I pulled up because I pulled up at six a.m. time for the East Coast. Yeah, we so- started last week into now where it's it's we ascend when we wake up the ascendant is in Pisces, so we are waking up with that element of we know we're under a spell. We can see through the spell. Some of us can, some of us can't. Yeah, and then as the month progresses. We then wake up with Aries, and Aries, for those that don't really follow astrology, I've always attributed Aries. Aries is ruled by Mars, so yeah. when you look at the story of Mars or Aries, it does have to do with war, and if you see what's going on right now, things are going to get heated the further we go through the month. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's going to be a very prominent thing that's going to be coming up. And the huge thing is, going back to Sedna, based on those um, ascendants in the morning, the natal Democrat chart has Sedna at 18 degrees Pisces. And it talks about a famous revivalist conducting its meeting with a spectacular performance. (laughs) So we're going to be seeing, throughout the month, I feel, a lot of this hyper-performance of, I've got this under control. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah, because they're going to be trying to save their asses for the midterms. Absolutely. We also have Sun conjunct Eris on April the 16th. Yep. That's going to be a... I I flag that as a red flag day, just because of that one aspect. Then Neptune also conjuncts Jupiter on that same day. So that deception will be at an all-time high. So I would would assume that there's going to be some sort of false flag attack that is... Uh, go, going to happen then because obviously the false flag is some sort of delusion oh, yeah. or you know uh, conspiracy and that kind of thing and it's going to be something and, like disruptive tragic or whatever well see the Neptune Jupiter conjunction trines the south node and the north node so anything that happens on this day will be faded Yep. but like you said it's going to be very very shocking because you have to account for that Sun and Aries conjunction, and that will be opposing that day, the moon in Libra. So there's going to be like this, I would say, this feeling of we need to be balanced in how we're thinking, but there's going to be so much going on on that day that people are not going to know what to believe. Right, and then so with thinking about that being the, the rulership for the, the chart in the morning, that puts Sedna in the second house. And yeah, so our values, our resources, no, our, our resources, our stability. Yep. Yeah, our traditions. Also, so it, between if it's going in, if it's going to be Pisces, it'll be the it'll be in the first house. If it's in Aries, if it's uh, the risings in Aries, it'll be in the second house. So as it's Pisces rising, we're going to be dealing with hardships to the self so we're kind of just like sitting back being told all this horrible things are going on like this ukraine crisis these potential food shortages like we're all just kind of like sitting back and taking this like okay this is gonna get this is gonna get really really bad and then once sedna is planted into the second house as we have aries rising in the um the ascendant chart that's when it's gonna really hit home and start affecting us um so yeah, it's just going to continue to get worse as we go into towards uh, spring into summer. And, it is, and with alcohol in play too, that's another big factor as well. Yeah, let me. I have some notes here. See, so a lot of these themes are triggered by a ghoul. 
So Sedna's been in Taurus for a while. We talked about this. Like we were born, yeah. we were both born with Sedna and Taurus. That's that's why, you know, we're always gonna have that up and down with struggling with our our you know resources and stuff because that's just karmatically what we've been dealt with with, exactly. with what we're born. But a lot of the <clears throat> the crisis involved with this and the instability is triggered by this Agul conjunction, uh, and and it's also been conjunct with. Se- uh, Obviously, we said and we talked about, but the North Node. So Sedna yes. will be conjunct a ghoul until the summer of 2023. Yeah. So it's gonna. So this, what's going on right now, what's basically unfolding for the last month or so, is gonna continue to escalate and be well underway until like fall of next year. Then, so the themes triggered worldwide by this transit will be ongoing, and then. Then some uh, some Sedna notes. So the USA Sedna is in the third house. So that emphasizes on the local community suffering. That's us. Uh, Biden's solar return for 2021, which is the current one. He has Sedna in the fourth house, which represents the country and home, which is sacrifices are triggered by himself because he has his son directly opposite Sedna. And mind you, I think right now his transits, just now, at this point in time, he has a heavy stellium in the fourth. Yes. Yes, he does. Yep. Heavy. Like, it's, it's, karma's coming to get him, and it's related to his home life, absolutely, but he's also pushing a lot of deception out there, and communicating that deception. Exactly. Yep. So a lot of what he's doing is going to have a lot of ba- a lot of repercussions on the United States as a whole, and just you know the basically everything that goes on here locally. Yeah, he's creating a lot of chaos worldwide. I mean, the United States is is nothing new. That's nothing new to us. But yeah. a lot of what he's doing on the outside, instead of it just like completely imploding in the world, it's going to implode on us this time. So instead yeah. of us just continuing to, you know, put put our nose in business that isn't ours and cause all this instability elsewhere, the karma is finally going to come back and cause us all kinds of kinds of hell, which is, uh, you know, synchronistic with our Pluto return. It is. I mean, I don't know what keywords you have for Algol, but the ones I picked up were deformation, destruction, genetic mutations was an interesting one to have found on that list considering everything that we're hearing about the COVID vaccine. Right. We also have brainwashing was another one that I highlighted, which also caught my attention. But what's, what's interesting was that video that I sent you about how algal can have varying ways of manifesting itself based on how it's shining in the sky that day. Yes. Also um, depends on what it's conjunct or aspecting and all that, too. Yep. Now, if the white, if, according to what I understood, if the light that you're seeing from Algol is white light, it is pro- is protected and wealthy. I think that was the only note I was able to grab off of that. But there's also pain and suffering, violence, difficult, emotionally intense experiences, losing one's head in a mental aspect, murderous and disastrous events. Also, literal beheadings, murderous Not acts, beheadings. disastrous events, anything horrific. And you also mentioned to me enlightenment, which I found pretty funny because that's when you were mentioning yes. to me, you're like, it can have positive aspects, and then you mentioned enlightenment. I'm like, well, from my personal experience, <laughs> as much as it seems enlightening after the fact, the process of said enlightenment was very, very traumatic. <laughs> like, it can be. And then the Sabian symbol for that, for the placement of Algol, is 12... 
Algol sits 26 degrees Taurus. Yes. That Sabian symbol speaks of a Spaniard senorating a senorita. When I read that, I literally pictured in my mind the first thing that came was the Pied Piper. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm playing my tune, you're going to follow me, we're going to have a great time while we sing this song, but when you realize what I'm doing and where I'm taking you, you're not going to like where I'm taking you. Oh, yeah. And that's literally how the world is right now, especially with the Neptune and Jupiter conjunction. It's, we're all, well, not me, everyone's following the Pied Piper, and they're not going to like where they're going to end up at. Yeah. Uh, and destruction, hunger, nothing to eat. And going through what we're going through. Yeah, and when you think of, like, the mythology with, with you know, demonic entities or whatever like that, like, they, they try to promise you things that, like, uh, like, they'll promise you information, they'll prom promise you gratification, indulgence, they'll give you everything that you ever wanted, but then what you actually, all you wanted is just going to lead to your destruction. Yep. So it's it's just like, come, I, I have all the all the magical things that you could ever want. It's like the, the witch with Hansel and Gretel or... The, the the witch from the lion the witch in the wardrobe and stuff like that like mm -hmm. like I, I'll do all these nice things for you and then uh, and then it's just to trap them pretty much that's exactly how it translates um, yeah let me see what else do I got so I have Biden's uh, yeah I already said that one so Biden's solar return chart going on right now he's got mm -hmm. Sedna in the fifth house which would be sacrificing or having hardships on the freedom liberty and happiness of the country. There's that. And then the Democratic Party also has Sedna in the 10th house. So this would be affecting law and government. So hardships and sacrifices and tragedies and all that. And financial instability due to the government. That's them doing, uh, basically printing all this money and causing the hyperinflation. NATO's 8th uh, has Sedna in the 8th house. Of secrets, finances, and security uh, and others' resources. So them causing instability and hardships with security that's with basically the united states runs the runs the the security for nato the the military yeah. aspect of that so yeah. they're just going around the world pretending that they're doing like humanitarian causes while just interjecting you know military force wherever they want to cause whatever they want to happen then which is what who's accusing us of doing uh, russia Exactly. I just want to put that out there so everyone can get an understanding of that. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So tomorrow, right? Tomorrow is a solar return for the NATO for NATO. Oh. Yep. So, sir, for April fourth, twenty twenty-two, we have Sedna in the twelfth house, and it's going to be squaring Mars, which is war and conflict. So, Sedna in the twelfth house is conspiring to create war and conflict. Sedna will also be sextile to that Jupiter-Neptune conjunction. Uh, that will emphasize on money, world resources, oil, instability with finances. So NATO is the puppet. Well, we, I mean, we already know this, but the, tra yes. the transits are basically saying NATO is the vehicle that is being used to cause this instability with oil worldwide. Yeah, and mind you, I don't know if anyone knew this, so you may have heard it, but Biden did make a comment earlier this week, I believe it was, where he stated that these sanctions that were meant to hit russia didn't hit them as hard as they thought the whole world is now paying for this yep whole situation yeah i posted a rant on facebook a couple days ago about this because uh because I, I was so pissed off about it and i'm like so biden 
Biden is instigating the conflict with Russia that made Russia react to this. He's mm-hmm. then punishing Russia, which is actually punishing us. So he's punishing us for something he did. So he he started it and finished it. It's exactly what Putin has said in some of his speeches. That every time the West gets involved somewhere, that they, they cause all this problems. And that they act as if they're doing some sort of humanitarian good. But they all everything they touch just turns to destruction. So, yeah. he, he literally, he is so, like, I know it has nothing to do with like him being completely like mentally gone. Because this is all being controlled by a bigger force than him. But mm-hmm. literally the United States started it all. And the United States is punishing the world for starting it, and then pretending that they didn't do it, and they're they're the good guy. And I'm like, no wonder why there's so many countries out there that hate the United States. And, you know, in all honesty, as much as... I think the Ukraine, like, if you were going to talk to the collective consensus of normal Ukrainians that have that have generations of family that have lived there that have been there longer before you know 2014 or even back towards 1991 i think that they don't like the united states especially with their black moon lists being opposite of each other like mm-hmm. I, I i really think that that they look at the united states just as badly as some of the some of the countries in the gulf do for good yeah, reason I mean- yeah, I hate to say this, and it's something that I was talking to my husband about this morning, and I told him, I said, you know, we as a country, you know, basically what you had said, and then I said, one day, someone's going to come into our doorstep and literally do the same to us, and the people are going to pay for what our governments have done. Yep. Without our consent and without our permission. Yep. Now, the people, obviously, we're going to fight back. What I think, too, is that our Pluto return in a way, and I really hope this is what unfolds, is that it dismantles the system of parties that we've had. That's what I've been crossing my fingers for. That's what I've been crossing my fingers for. Me, too, because in all honesty, like, they haven't done anything for us, I believe. I mean, yeah, they have to an extent, but they don't look out for their citizens. They look out for the rest of the world. Yeah, this is kind of ideally, like, I mean, this is like, uh, I, I wouldn't want to say that this is like a, a f- prediction that I'm making, because I'm biased with, you know, hoping that it'll be well, but this yeah. is kind of ideally what I'm, I'm thinking. People move to the outskirts to, like, rural areas, try to be as self-sufficient as you can. When yep. the dollar collapses and the whole economy collapses, happen. just start yep. bartering stuff with your local community and build up from scratch just like we did in 1770-whatever. Yeah, I mean, that's what they're saying. They're like, one thing I've heard is that it can collapse in six months. Um, the one thing I've also heard is that in the next few years, I think up to 2027, land will be the highest commodity. Yeah. And I think that's why there's this panic collectively of I have, especially here in this country of I need to get a house. I need to get a house. The one thing that I will tell you if you are buying a house and I learned this while I was buying a house, make sure you have the mineral rights to your land included when you buy your home. Oh, HOAs do not give you the mineral rights to your land. All you're purchasing is that home that's standing on that piece of property, but you don't own the land that that house sits on. Wow, that's terrible. Wow. Yes. And you definitely, anybody that's doing this right now, make sure that when you are buying a home or buying a piece of land, you are 
investing in that being yours fully because once this hits the fan anything that is about anything that you have that's, that that could be used or tangible not necessarily gold and silver just basic stuff even food at this point will be what we use to survive these next few years yep because in all honesty if they're telling us to get ready for famine across the world we need to get ready for it because yes they're very deceptive but if you read between the lines they're telling you what's going on and what's going to come because yeah. they're pushing us in a direction that the world is not yet ready to go to yep yeah let me see series has to do with agriculture too i didn't we weren't going to talk about that but i'm curious now no. let me see where is it and here's other news that has not been covered um, in, in mainstream news. Sri Lanka has declared a state of emergency. The country has a severe shortage of foreign funds and cannot pay to keep essential services going. That country is literally like Venezuela was a few years ago. They are literally just tearing the country up. They have no food. They have nothing. China right now is experiencing severe food shortages and they've locked down their country once again like citizens are being told they have to stay in their buildings they cannot leave their buildings there's no food to buy at the grocery store and they cannot even get out to go buy or have food delivered at this point they're literally taking ropes throwing them out their windows tying it to the groceries and pulling them up whatever they can get at this point like they were doing they in china really, when when the when the outbreak happened Exactly. So we really have to look at what's going on in other regions of the world to understand what can and may have come here in certain parts of the country. Let's see. Yeah, Ceres right now is in, in Gemini at uh, 14 degrees. And it, the associations... It's conjunct the, yeah, go ahead. conjunct the USA descendant and ah. Uranus. Agriculture and ordinary working people seem to come under serious, mostly benign rulership. Mundane terms has distinct bearing on well-being of ordinary people. Research has proven um, it's one of the most important fundamental symbols with spirit and practice of democracy. In Sinastri, it can em emphasize on taking care of each other and the goodwill and genuine love and kindness of the community. There is also a link here with food issues. Serious can be a factor with eating disorders or problems with calorie control. Another aspect shadow side of series is a tendency to smother or uh, uh, some sort of devouring quality, and issues of separation from loved ones, and yeah. So there's the emphasis on food, agriculture, and eating. And right now, it's got a sextile to um, Aries, Chiron uh, and Aries. So and Chiron um, and Aries is. Uh, emphasized by your sense of being is being violated in some way. You may fear asserting yourself, or you might be overcompensating to be first to everything. Also represents uh, head wounds and or losing your head, and you may become a pioneer, which was serves to handy. So, so basically, what it's saying is that people are feeling split or divided with what they're hearing about food shortages and they, they feel like this is going to be a huge violation to their self uh yeah so i mean that's going to continue on um how long what it was let me look at series in the next month or so i'm curious okay in cool. the natal chart series is in i'm getting close to the midheaven 
And then the Chiron is in the seventh house. Oh, Sirius is going to be conjunct Black Moon Lilith next in June. Towards the end of May and oh. into June. So as Black Moon Lilith conjuncts the USA's natal Black Moon Lilith, Sirius is going to be conjunct that as well. So, again, what it... Uh, again, basically, if there is going to be food shortages in the United States, it's going to be staged. Like, basically, it's going to be caused intentionally. I mean, um, when you see the actions taken by our governments right now, then you, you I mean, like you said earlier in the podcast, it is intentional what's happening because it's being orchestrated. Yep. yep. So it just more confirms that. And you know, th another thing, too, I like to point out to people who are listening, another reason why... The astrological, astrological community is so diluted, and why, like, it, when you go to, like, a mainstream-level kind of astrological community, like a conference in Chicago or Seattle or something like that, or Los Angeles, the reason why a lot of the speakers don't devil into this stuff, and they don't actually teach, like, the the, the kind of symbolism, the ac I, I, I'm not trying to insult them, but they don't teach it accurately. Like, they teach it subjectively, and they focus on, like, relationships and people and stuff like that. Even Robert Hand, he's a great historian and a medieval astrologer, scholar. He intentionally does not talk about current events in any of his speeches. Because he knows better. <laughs> because, basically, uh, that the whole world has tried to suppress real astrology theory and real like the occult science of astrology because if everybody could do what me and Yomi are doing right now and everybody did what me and Yomi are doing right now nobody would be fooled no and they don't want they don't want us to know what's going on <laughs> and thank god we're doing a podcast instead because uh, you know with this Pluto and Capricorn censorship going on with the technological you know industrial revolution with technology uh, yeah. podcast is the the freest platform that we can do and yeah. I use like a no nobody controls it podcast platform and I just I, I, I and, just yeah. put it out to Spotify so if Spotify decides to take our, our episodes down they still exist somewhere else in a nobody kind of podcast platform <laughs> yeah I but, mean and the best thing is is no one can tell us what we can and cannot discuss on our podcast exactly Exactly. No YouTube. None of that. None of that crap. I was like, worst case scenario, we got Rumble. We got we got my website. You know, but it's just yeah. it's just amazing. Like, um, and I mean, I've still got some more notes that we we haven't even gotten directly into a goal yet. So let let me let me see what else do I got. So Putin. Right. I'm just going over all, all my homework here. Putin has Sedna in Aries in the sixth house. So this represents that in his daily life. He struggles with conflict, causing hardship everywhere, especially in his work and service. So, huh. he causes Russia a lot of problems. But he's not doing it because it's malicious. It's because he's doing what what I would consider the right thing. He he's yeah. standing with an he's standing with integrity and he has genuinely, you know, like compassion for the Russian people. He knows that he's also putting them in in the in the brunt of crossfire and all kinds of backlash because he is speaking out and doing the right thing. I've talked about this before. When you got Blackman Lilith and Leo, like you you tend to be like Plato or Socrates and be the martyr and, and uh -huh. end up getting killed for things that you shouldn't say but need to be said, that kind of thing. And then Putin also for his 
2021 solar return. He's got Sedna in Taurus in the 10th house. So his actions currently ongoing will be causing hardships uh, by government means in pursuit of control because there's an aspect to Saturn and Aquarius in the 6th house. And there's a trine um, to uh, his a stellum of Libra in the 2nd house of fairness. So he is willing to basically put Russia's stability on the line to do to keep to basically hold the line to protect Mother Russia and to mm -hmm. do what he thinks is fair. Russia he's also, also uh, Yeah, go ahead. What are you saying? He's also gotten prepared because his money's backed by gold. Yep. Yeah, he knows. He has stockpiled his gold. He has done what he has to do to secure his country going forward. That's why these sanctions are not touching this country the way they expected it to. Exactly, exactly. And fascinating enough, Russia's mo um, chart for modern Russia, the, the 1991 chart, has the same placement as Putin's 2022 chart for Sedna. So, again, Russia, when Russia was founded again in 1991 or had a revolution or whatever, they basically were set to right wrongs for its own past misdeeds and to also be some sort of beacon to, you know, how a country should run and protect its people because they learn from their past mistakes. Unfortunately for us, we're on the opposite end of that spectrum because last time we had our Pluto return, we were the good guys. More or less, I mean, <laughs> let's before before I get too far into that, like obviously what they did to natives wasn't cool and what they did to black people wasn't cool, but like mm. what principally speaking from like the documents of the, the founding fathers, we were on the same like side of the spectrum with everything and not controlling everybody, that kind of thing. Obviously it took a while to be implemented into practice. It, it some could argue that it may not have even been fully implemented into practice along the way, but we're definitely nowhere near that at this point. I mean, on average, I think like 30-something percent of Americans today think that the Constitution is outdated and should be just scrapped. Yes. I'm just I've, like... I've heard that quite a bit. I'm like, oh my god. But, um, and then fun, uh, interesting enough, Ukraine has Sedna currently in, the, in its third house, and that's the same as the United States, uh, chart right now so when we wow. we mentioned this last last podcast that our constitution is the only thing that keeps us from being ukraine yeah and that and that's, that's exactly safeguard we have at this point so if they take our constitution away from us if like the that 33 percent had their way we would turn into ukraine real fast and, and, that, and that's the interesting thing about astrology is that you gotta account for dualities yep it could go either way. Yep. The question is, as I stated earlier in you know in the episode, are we going to continue to be so, so um, I would say, into the system like we are now that we're so consumed by it that we don't rise up and say, hey, this is not what it's supposed to be. Is as dark as it sounds, what I'm kind of what I'm kind of thinking is going to happen is that a lot of the idiots, and I say that just plainly, that that um, subscribe to the system and uh, are brainwashed, those are going to be people that can't con take care of themselves, and they're going to either off themselves or die from famine or 
you know, what basically just there's going to be chaos and murderous acts yeah. and all kinds of crazy stuff going on, where they're all basically just going to take each other out. And the people who are smart enough to know what's going on, that that are like us, like that are trying to, you know, be self-sufficient, go, go be on their own, that kind of thing, those are the people that are going to survive. And it's just going to be that small population then rising up. So I think really, as tragic as it sounds... Darwinism really needs to kick into high gear, and we and there needs to be a population decrease. And I'm not saying that we should be doing that, like we should be killing people off. But if the majority is holding the entire country back from yeah. do, doing what it needs to do, then you know natural selection is going to do what it has to do. Unfortunately. Yeah, just like it did last, just like it did two years ago. It's going to do it once again. Yeah, and speaking of natural selection, we go into Agul. <laughs> <laughs> so, Agul, as you mentioned already, I have my notes on here. It's a fixed star. So, people who um, are not familiar with Agul, Agul, yes, is a point in the in the sky, but it does not move. So, it is always going to be at 26 degrees of Taurus. So, just like when you see like planets like the sun or the moon go into like a uh, the quadrant of Taurus, Taurus is not a planet or a point. It's just a place in the sky. So you you always look at what conjuncts a ghoul or what is expecting a ghoul to determine how a ghoul is influencing events. So she already mentioned these, but I'll just go over them again. Genetic mutations that coincides with not just. Not just the vaccine, but um, on the on the topic of food, um, genetically modified food. Yeah. Th there being a rise in also vegan stuff, that kind of yeah. thing. Um, I think that that's been even more so since Uranus went to Taurus. Obviously, they're not conjunct right now, but they're still within the same you know dignity and and, and sign. So I think that there's going to be more of a rise of genetically modified foods, uh, not not just because it's trendy with vegans, but primarily just to combat the the um, lack of food source. So that's another thing that we're going to be seeing a lot of brainwashing, which also coincides with it aspecting the the Jupiter Neptune. Okay, I was making sure you're still there. My phone did something weird. Destruction, regeneration, balance, sane mind, enlightenment, violence, pain, suffering, difficult, emotional. So when we're having Sedna conjunct a ghoul, Sedna already represents hardships, sacrifices, you know, rock bottoms, that kind of thing. So we're not only is Sedna emphasizing like on a rock bottom, like if we're looking at somebody's natal chart or something like that, but when we have a ghoul, this is like the rock, rock bottom. Like, it does not get any lower than this when a ghoul is conjunct no. Sedna. So, intense experiences, emotional difficult issues, beheadings, losing one's head literally figuratively, murderous acts, disastrous events, etc., etc. So, if we're now going into this food shortage and this conjunction with a ghoul is going to last until fall of next year... This the whole chaos, murderous events, people attacking people for food, that kind of thing. Those are going to be things that are going to start to manifest worldwide. And, and then when we look at the Agul placements for our our chart homework that we had, USA has uh, Agul in the sixth house, and it trines to our Pluto in Capricorn. So we have that in our second house. So when you have Pluto in the second house, it translates to a lot of like how Sedna does in Taurus. Instability with resources. 
So the the greed or the destruction and the brainwashing and the the pain and suffering and the intense experiences and all this kind of horrific acts that's perpetuated by the United States on a daily basis, six house themes, will cause instability with the United States resources. So regardless that they're doing it intentionally or not, the, the chart pretty much sets it up that we shoot ourselves in the foot all the time, like government wise. And we're always causing, we're always taking things from some people, we're always, you know, uh, basically depriving people of something, that's why we have a history the way we do, even the conflicts within our own country with, like, natives and with, you know, black people and with, you know, uh, tribalism and gang violence and all that kinds of stuff. Then the USA's 2021 slower return chart, because we're not into 2022 yet, because it's in, that's in July. A goal is in the third house conjunct Black Moon Lilith and Sedna. Wow. Yeah, so that that's what's going on right now. So we're seeing like the basically what what's going on is that all this all this tragedy and horrific events have been ongoing for a long time. With Black Moon Lilith here, we're starting to see the the shadow self of the United States. The especially the the citizens of the United States are starting to actually see how much of a monstrous country we're in because we always tout all around the world, oh yeah, USA, USA, we're the best. And we have this this um, illusion that we are some sort of, you know, holier-than-thou country that always goes out and helps the world and all that stuff. But it's coming to light, and it's coming to light really fast, thanks to Biden, yeah. that we are a monster in the making, and not in the making, we have been. And, yeah. and we really need to scale back what we're doing or we just need to take our government back in general, which is what needs to happen. Yeah. And, you know, that's going to have to happen one way or another. I don't see it fa happening as fast as the revolutionary, like the founding fathers did. But I do see within the next decade or so that there's going to be a huge power struggle with the United States citizens and the government. And luckily, oh, yeah. luckily with how many guns there are out there, good fucking luck. That, but that's why they've been trying to take guns away. That's why they've been trying yeah. to push this, because they knew that this was going to come one way or another eventually. So, and luckily we have that Aquarius moon for our natal chart for the United States. So that's supposed to be like the collective attitude for all the citizens. We're, we're tinfoil hat people naturally. <laughs> so yeah. we're all like, oh no, you go take our guns, we're going to go buy 20 more guns right now. <laughs> yeah. You but, say me, you gonna do what? We gonna hit record sales again this time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, so then the Democratic Party, the chart you gave me, has a ghoul conjunct Mars and Ceres in the 12th house. So, it they're secretly conspiring to cause all this intense emotional experiences, disruption, disastrous events, anything horrific, destruction, regeneration. That goes back to that Sabian symbol you were talking about with Black Moon Lilith and Cancer, too. So, mm -hmm. emphasize with the Black Moon Lilith and Cancer in their chart, and then a ghoul being conjunct with Mars in the 12th house, and with Ceres right there. They are, the Democratic Party exists to destroy the country, and that goes back to what I said, what I've, what I've uh, noted historically. Yeah. That they've just been trying, they've never agreed with how the United States was founded, they never agreed with how no. everything was established, and they've been no. out to destroy it ever since. And remember, yeah, what I said earlier, too, as well, it's when the country started, you had a Democrat and Republican Party that was unified. It was all one party. Yep. So, I mean, it makes sense seeing the Pluto return happening, 
that could be something that does happen because right now the Democratic Party does have Sun. Well, that was on the first Sun conjunct Chiron. The co-ruler of the Deacon is the Sun, so they're getting hammered. Yes. At this point, I would say because it's right on the tenth house cusp, they are getting hammered. Right, and then and then and you know, know they're not looking good right now. And there is there is some a bit of the veil being lifted too with some of the quote unquote institutionalized uh, government officials, who even yeah. are on the GOP side that are sympathetic to the, to the the Democratic cause, which just kind of yeah. emphasizes that they're also being bought out as well. So the the thing that I've tried to, that I've actually told people I predicted back, I think when I first started talking about it was two thousand eighteen, is I said that. With the plural return going on in the United States, what's going to happen is we're going to see a third party emerge. And it's and yes. then people were, like, saying, like, that's never going to happen. And I'm like, it's not going to be, like, the libertarian thing's going to, like, get some sort of boost and everybody's going to go that. No. But there's going to be some sort of... Yeah, there's going to be some sort of destruction of the two-party system. And it's just yeah. going to be, like, normal average Joe saying, we don't like anything that's going on anymore, and fuck you guys. Yeah. And so, it's sad that our generation is going to be the one that does that. Yep. Yeah. And, and you know, there's going to be a lot of sacrifice, a lot of blood, a lot of, a lot of all that. They're doing their damnedest to fight us all off by censoring us, by taking away the guns, <clears throat> by starving us, by making us poor, by, you know, uh, even, like, you know, putting people into uh, the oblivion of debt with college. Like, they're yeah. doing everything they possibly can to, like, keep, uh, cut people down at the knees so they can't do anything to fight back. But, you know, eventually it's not going to work. Because even, no. I was watching, speaking of tinfoil hat stuff, I watched that, a random anonymous video came up. The guy that wears the fox hat, the fox yeah. mask. And he was talking about, because Spirit has told me multiple times about how, the fall of Babylon's gonna happen again. The city of the fall, the fall of the city of Babylon's gonna happen again. And I'm all like, but I'm trying to figure out where the hell is Babylon this time. And I'm like thinking, yeah. like, where is Babylon? And then they pointed out that the United States dollar controls everything. And then when when he mentioned that United has six letters in it, states has six letters in it, and the dollar has six letters in it, I was like, dude. Because, I mean, that's the association with Revelations. I'm, I'm not into, I don't think, like, the number 666 is evil. But the association in Revelations and some of the scriptures is that that's supposed to be the mark of the beast. And the mark of the yes, beast is supposed is. to be the associations with Babylon falling, right? So, yeah. if it's talking about Babylon's going to fall and it's associated with the mark of the beast, it would insinuate when the, when the United States dollar falls that that's the fall of Babylon. So... And every every na every great nation, the Romans, the Greeks, every great nation has fallen. Yeah. At some point in time. The good. I hate to say it. One day our day will come. Now, will it cease to exist as we know it, to where we change it and bring it bring it to the way that it was supposed to be, or does it change completely into something that we don't want it to become? That is the question. Well, the good news is that when we look at the Roman and Greek Empire falling, at the current location of where those were, they still exist. Not uh -huh. not them, but I mean, they're, they're still communities and, and people in, in, that exist that uh -huh. built from that. So there's a good sign. So that's kind of what I've been waiting on. Like, 
if we need to like completely just break down to our our core and just everything's just going to be really hard and it's going to create really strong people though and we just need to build up from scratch and learn from our mistakes just like russia has yep. done I, I i feel too that that's what's going to end up happening yep I think within our lifetime, you and me, yeah. we'll, we'll live long enough to see like the 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 beginning of this happen. It's just gonna be tough. And you know, some of the people that I've talked to about this too, they're all like, like I want to have kids. You have kids, and mm -hmm. some people have told me they're all like, why would you even have kids at this point with the world that it is? I'm like, are you kidding me? I was like, if anything, people like you, people like me, should be having kids, and we should be making them tough as nails because they are going to be the people who rebuild the world. Yeah, they are. But Absolutely, I agree. Then speaking of which, let's see what what else do I got here. I got um the Democratic Party solar return chart for 2022, since that just happened. They have a ghoul conjunct the North Node and Sedna in the 5th house. So they're going to be causing destruction, mayhem, with the life, liberty, and happiness of individuals. Mm -hmm. And with the North Node, that's, that's going to be... Uh, Something that is faded. So, again, that ties back into our Pluto return and this being, like, a global trend and theme in general. Biden has a goal in the sixth house opposition his son at 27 degrees. I already mentioned that earlier. In his solar return chart for 2021, he's got... Uh, a goal conjunct Sedna in the fourth house. So, we, I kind of touched on that. NATO has a goal conjunct Juno. In the ninth house, Juno represents, like in a mundane terms, legal and personal battles. So, if you're going to tie, like, legality or regulations or anything like that into into a ghoul, so abusing laws, uh, like, um, some, like some of the things that Putin's been saying that that NATO is abusing uh, international, like, humanitarian laws or something with going on right now. Yeah. Uh, that's that's what's that's what's going on with that because it being in the ninth house would be a foreign. So NATO's basically manipulating and abusing authority and its laws or any of its international agreements and treaties uh, on a on a worldwide level. And then Russia has a ghoul in the eleventh house opposite Astria. I don't know if you use Astria very much. It's uh something that some people aren't very familiar with. Let me go ahead and fill people in here. Where is it? Astria. Astria is the name of, for a goddess of justice and it's uh, it, within the constellation of Virgo, an asteroid that seems to be symbolized by integration or wholeness, whether in an ideal state or a fragmentation that requires the restoration to the ideal. Astria's idealism, which is can also be related to divine order, Unsurprisingly, it does not always sit comfortably in the real world. Just as true balance is hard to achieve and maintain, Astria brings things together, also breaks them apart. It gives intellectual acclamations like palace and practical problem-solving skills. There's a great intensity with Astria. It can manifest in deeply concentrated ways, both in personal terms and mundane. And as the concentration of energy involved in splitting atoms, uh, that the, the concentration of energy involved with splitting atoms apart, Astria's intensity sometimes means that it shows up in a, in, in, as an obsessive streak, a tendency to wait around too long for something to finish, or a willingness, willingness to put up with other people's past the point of reasonable tolerance. So, it, and it says, uh, 
material terms. It can be associated with cellular, atomic, or subatomic planes and of information that the mind processes in order to understand the wholeness of concepts and ideas. So, in layman's terms, Astri is all about justice and balance. So, Russia, Russia's current chart has a ghoul in direct opposition with Astria. So, wow. modern Russia is literally fighting evil, is basically what that's insinuating, and trying that to right evil. the world's wrongs. And it just, and what amazes me is that the reset that we talked about in, in the beginning of this podcast in the world order, if the mm-hmm. whole world, like, or the Western world, is in this huge consensus that Russia is evil, then that means that every single country or affiliate that's coming out and speaking out against Russia is part of the problem. Well, yeah, I mean, natally, Russia has Chiron in the first house, and the co-ruler of the deacon is the son, so Russia is heavily attacked, I feel, based on that placement, on who they are, what they stand for, what they represent. Like, that's just their karma as a nation, unfortunately, based on the past. Exactly. Yep. I know how it feels. I have Chiron in the first house, too. It sucks. <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse sometimes. But, yeah, so, I mean, oh, my goodness. That's all my notes. Like, woo. Um, wow. I wish I had some good news for everybody. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the, the only news we could tell them is just get ready. Like we've been saying for months now, it's, you know, if you haven't started, start now. Find your people. Get together. And and just get your community right yep. it's no longer and they've been saying this for years it's collectively I know myself it's been a process of weeding out those that I'm not going to say are not worth our time but those people that don't serve us in our goals in life or in what we're trying to achieve you need to find people that are that are in lockstep with you and are going to walk with you through this path because Solo is not going to work. Right. You got Everybody's got to pull their own weight, and you got to find the people that are willing to pull it. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. All right. I think that's it. Do you got anything else to say? I actually don't. You actually covered a lot of good stuff. I was like, all right. I like this. We definitely should do a Republican podcast, like, on their chart, and a Democrat podcast. I think people would like that. Yes, we should. We will do that for a future episode. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you for... For listening, if you have any suggestions or questions or anything like that, you can always hit me and Yomi up uh, on Facebook. And thanks for listening, and stay tuned for next month. Y'all get ready, because this month's going to be wild. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>